This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome to the latest show from Blood Red. I'm Matt Addison. Alongside me for this special episode is Jacob Brook, Blackburn reporter for Lanks Live, here to talk about Harvey Elliott, who, of course, is the youngster on loan this season from Liverpool at Blackburn. Jacob, first things first, how are you, mate? How are you getting on? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Getting along nicely. Obviously, lockdown's not great for everyone, is it really? But all good. Yourself, you, you well? Yeah, lockdown's not great. The international break, not my favourite time of year either. But uh, it's one of those, isn't it? One week to go and, and then we'll all be back at, at proper football matches again. Yeah, no, it's sort of something for, um, for Blackburn Rovers at the minute. But yeah, looking forward to, to getting back into action. Obviously, it's like a... It's like a Tuesday, Saturday run of fixtures now till till Christmas. That's going to be pretty relentless, but looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, a busy time of year, isn't it? And I'm sure Harvey Elliott is, is going to be featuring a lot for Blackburn in that time. One goal, three assists so far this season. He seems to be off to an absolute flyer. Yeah, he's, he's settled in extremely well. Um, far better than I ever imagined, actually. Um he had his third, he made his debut against Watford, um, which for the championship is pretty tough opposition. But he was, it was fine in that game. He, for a seventeen-year-old to, to play that maturely in a in a contest which was quite fiercely contested, and in a game where sort of Blackburn were on top for most of it, he was he was excellent, and um, he sort of built on that from there. And even though results perhaps haven't quite gone Blackburn's way as of late. Um, he's still been one of the star performers for, for most of it, so he's been good. What is it that you've been sort of most impressed by what he brings? Obviously, he's got a lot of talent, but is there there's something that stands out to you in, in the early few matches? I think he is his maturity for his age. It's, it's exceptional, to be honest. Um, I, I remember just watching him in the warm-up, uh, especially in the Watford game as well, and I was thinking, what was I doing at 17? It was nothing, nothing like this, but he... Um, you sort of expect, expect him with the talent that he's got. You know, sometimes he'll make sort of. You'd expect someone to probably make mistakes and not trying to beat a defender too many times. But his awareness of of when to make the right pass, of of when to take a player on, um, you know where to move. It's just it's far it far exceeds some of the, the players that Blackburn have already got in terms of his decision making, and it sort of paid off on in the Saturday win on against QPR like the ability to find the pass pick out the pass uh, obviously led to Adam Armstrong's second goal of the game which ultimately won the game for Rovers um it's just yeah his ability to to know when to make the right decisions just well staggering compared to some of the other players in the game yeah, I mean, I believe he researched Blackburn and their style of play and the manager and things like that before he made the move there. And I suppose that as well underlines that maturity that he's got. He knew that he needed to go there and make an impression. And it seems that has, has paid off because he settled in straight away. Yeah, he's, he's operating on the, on the right of, of a, attacking three. Obviously, Rovers now set up in a 4-3-3. In a um, it's sort of changed over the, over the summer. Um Mowbray wanted to transition into a side that that's more possession based, um, it's more attacking, and he, he sort of felt that he never had the calibre of, of player to sort of do that beforehand. Um, but now he feels like he's sort of got the personnel in to to do that to sort of dominate matches, uh, and he, he likes to like, press on the front foot. They've started matches well, like trying to press to the opposition into mistakes. And obviously, Elliot features in that a lot. 
Um, he knows what to do in them sort of instances, um, where to press. I think he's sometimes a bit cautious of, of other players not doing their jobs, if, if you understand what I mean. Um, I sometimes will back off um, just because he's wary of what's what's behind. But Moby urges him to, to press on and it's, he's got him into some good positions, which he's been able to take advantage of. But um, the system sort of suits him well. He has operated in, in the middle of midfield three uh, in some instances as well. Um, and his ability on the ball, then he's, he's been able to showcase it, just spraying passes about. Um, his vision's excellent. His accuracy, distribution is it's top notch. And um, he's just going to get there as he goes along, really. And you mentioned there the, the sort of pressing and the style of play that, that Blackburn have now. I suppose there are similarities to the way that, that Liverpool play. And I suppose that will be a key reason why the Reds wanted him to go to a club like Blackburn, because it, it, it helps his development. And when he comes back, he'll be better at, at those key principles that Jurgen Klopp has at, at Liverpool as well. Yeah, um, Blackburn is sort of in conversation with, uh, with Liverpool a lot. Um, Tony Moby's having like weekly meetings with with uh, coaching staff and stuff like that, just to discuss his development, where they feel like um, they need to work on or, or improve. But um, obviously, Moby proposed this big presentation for when they tried to sign him, and obviously that um, tickled Liverpool's pickle in that in that regard in terms of bringing him in, uh, bringing him in. Um, and yeah, it's sort of with Tony Moby as well in terms of developing young players. He um, you have to look at the academy and some of the players that he's brought through in recent years, the way he's nurtured them, the likes of Lewis Travis, um, Joe Rank, who, who was formerly a uh, Liverpool Academy product, um, Joe Rankin Costello, the likes of them have come into the first team. And obviously, he had history in the past with, uh, with Ryan Kent uh, at Coventry, bringing him through. And they had a, quite a few lone players in that time, in that season with Coventry. Um, just his ability to nurture young players into the game. Um, develop them uh, and lead them on to their future career paths. Uh, that's a big standout point when um, obviously a deal came through. We at Blood Red spoke to one of Harvey Elliott's youth coaches at Fulham a couple of months ago, and he sort of picked out the elite mentality that he had coming through. You know, even as a, a 12, 13 year old, he'd be out doing extra sessions on the training ground and, and things like that to, tw- to try and improve himself as a player and, and make sure that he was at, at the top of his game. Is there any examples of that sort of thing at Blackburn so far? Is he going above and beyond in any way to, to try and get himself in the team? Yeah, they, they can't speak highly enough of him on the, on the training pitches. Um, Moby says a lot, obviously he bases his, his, a lot of his decisions on what's been done on the training ground. And if you don't impress on the training ground, you're never going to play. And he's always one that he, he talks about a lot in terms of what he's doing, um, the extra application he, he provides. He, he you know, stops over longer than he needs to. He's always keen to analyse in the, in the video room, uh, pick out areas he can improve. Um, and he's just his personality as well. He's a vibrant personality. Um, all the players, you know, get along with him, and um, it sort of rubs off on them as well when you have somebody who's quite infectious like that. Um, so yeah, on the training ground, he's he's, he's been brilliant to have. Um, everybody said that coaches have all in unison about that, and um, he's, he's been a brilliant addition so far. 
he seems to be playing a lot of 90 minutes as well, which I think for a 17-year-old to go straight into the championship, to be thrown straight in, is there any sort of sign that maybe late on in games he gets a little bit tired and maybe he's not developed physically or has he literally just come in and become one of those senior players straight away? I think he's been fine bar probably the Swansea game um, and I I think Rovers are pretty overexerted by that point. Um, he, he looked a bit fatigued at the end and he made a couple of mistakes in possession. Um, but by that sort of time, game was, game was lost. They were 2-0 down. And um, Swansea was sort of dominating it, really. And he was trying things a little outside the box and trying to you know muster something to get Rovers back into the game. But nothing was really paying off on that day. Um, and in terms like of... We've had quite a few injury issues lately, Blackburn. Uh, there's been COVID issues as well. So the squad has been quite stretched as of late. And um, it's probably meant that Moby's had to play him a lot more than he initially wanted to. Um, but he's, he's come through fine with it. He's been largely unscathed. I think they're wary of, of nurturing him a little bit as for like, the rest of the squad, really. Adam Armstrong, obviously, they're looking to, to uh, nurture through. But um, he's he's dealt with it fine, and I'm sure across the season, if, if there's any issues, they'll you know they'll rest him along the way. Um, but for a 17 year old, his his fitness is not not an issue. I'm sure Blackburn fans are very excited about him now. But just thinking back to when he signed, what was the reaction from them? Did they know exactly what they were getting, or, or was it kind of an unknown quantity in a way? Yeah, there was there was genuine excitement um, across the board. I, I remember. Uh, going into it, I think the Thursday there was three pretty much guaranteed signings that were going to bring in Barry Douglas from Leeds, Tom Tribal from Norwich, and Ainsley Pears from Middlesbrough. Um, there was no really outline intention that they were going to get another attacker, and everybody sort of felt like they were probably one attacker short in in the, the whole squad. Um, and so when the news started emerging, that, um, they were in talks to bring Elliot in. There was you know, real excitement. It was bubbling over on transfer deadline day. Actually, it was it was like a day to celebrate. Um, I think Harvey had it was the, the cherry on the cake in, in bringing it all, and it was um, it's proved to be quite an astute sign so far. It was one of those transfers that we didn't really expect to happen all the way through the summer. The the line from Liverpool was that they wouldn't let him go out. Zerdan Shakiri then ended up staying. I think a, a couple of different things changed for, for Liverpool in that transfer market, probably COVID-related in, in many ways. But was there anything, do you think, on the, the sort of Blackburn end that, that convinced Liverpool to let him go to Blackburn in the end? I mean, obviously, the, the benefit is there that he's getting these 90 minutes and he's going to develop. But... What was it that, that made him choose Blackburn over, say, a number of other clubs who I'm sure would have been interested as well? I think geographically it helped a lot. Um, I mean, if it had been like a club from from London asking for, you know, to take him on a season-long loan, it probably would have made the deal more difficult. But the fact that he, he can stay pretty much where he is now, he doesn't have to travel that far uh, for training. I know his dad likes to keep an eye on him. Um, he, he's been attending most of the matches and stuff and sort of nurturing him through it um, and yeah just like like I mentioned earlier with, with Mowbray his track record with, with developing players and I think Liverpool can trust him to you know to take on their advice and also you know give his point of view across in, in how he thinks is best to, to sort of bring him up um, and I, I think there's a good sort of relationship between between Liverpool and Blackburn, from what I've seen, 
in recent months. I know they had the, the, the friendly before the start of Project Restart in, in June. And um, Mowbray speaks highly of, of, of Liverpool and, and the way they set out to play. And especially Klopp, he's, he's praised him like no end over, over recent months. Um, and again, the, the, the style as well, if you're looking for a carbon copy in the Championship, um, I mean, Mowbray goes on about wanting to sort of play like Liverpool and he's trying his best to emulate that with the, with the players that he's got at his disposal. So um, in terms of style, obviously, it's, it's sort of a perfect fit. I mean, how does Harvey Elliott compare, say, to, to other players in the Championship? I mean, it's it's still very early days, of course, but we've seen lots of players like Harry Wilson, who's back in there as well now at Cardiff, Mason Mount, Tammy Abraham, even Rian Brewster last season is one that Liverpool would have had an eye on. I mean, is he, come the end of this season, going to be rated in a, a similar sort of way to those players, do you think? It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Um, he's, he's made an exceptional start already, to be fair. And given the sort of situation that Blackburn found them, themselves in where they've sort of been on the back foot of late and he's still been able to, you know, make an impact from it. Um, it only bodes well going into, into future months. Uh, I think they're looking sort of, I've, it's, been, it's been a difficult start to a season. Wouldn't, yeah, probably revival is a bit of, is a word that I'm looking for. But um, I think a couple of games are going into it, they're looking to win and it'll be a, a focal point in that. Um it's just there's there's elements to his game obviously which which need to Im- improve, need to be more selfish in front of goal. Um, just he sort of looks to the pass more often than he needs to. If he can just be a bit more clinical in the final third, um, that will sort of complete his game, and I'm sure he'll rack up loads of goals as well as assists towards um, towards the end of the campaign. But everything that he's shown so far suggests that he can can make a real impact across the season. And then a final question, really, just more in, in terms of the season for Blackburn as a whole. I mean, how high are the expectations this year? Is the expectation that they should be in the, the playoff spots come the end of the season? And therefore, is there a little bit of pressure on them in order to do that? Yeah, last season, um, there was a small hope that they could actually make a, a playoff push and that sort of deteriorated at during Project Restart, but obviously they've had a bit of a, an overhaul this summer, um, got rid of a bit of Deadwood uh, and obviously brought in nine players in the end and the expectations have only heightened with that. And um, yeah, there's, there's sort of a sense that it's, it's top six or, or failure really. And um, Mowbray's been reiterating that in across the last couple of months that they're aiming for promotion. That's their main aim. Uh, and there, there are some fans that are still about that there's obviously a few defensive issues um, that need to be ironed out but the feeling is that when they have most players fit because um, you're never going to get everybody fully fit in, this, in the championship it's virtually impossible but when they do get most people fit um, then they've got a side that are capable of challenging for the top six easily the blood red podcast from the liverpool echo well, I'm now joined by former Premier League striker Kevin Gallagher, who won the title with Sir Kenny Dalglish back in the mid-90s at Blackburn. Kevin's also a pundit for BBC Radio Lancashire, where, of course, he too sees a fair bit of Harvey Elliott. Kevin, thank you for joining me. I'm sure it's been a pretty good week for you, obviously, with Scotland making the, the Euros as well next summer. Oh, it's been brilliant. Uh, you know, it's been a nervous one. Uh, slow build-up and the excitement of the game. 
unfortunately without any crowd, but uh, you had to make the most of it. And to be fair, the lads did very, very well. Played extremely well against a very strong Serbian side. And, you know, I thought we had it initially in the 90 minutes, Matt, but uh, typical Scotland, we've got to do it the hard way. And we did. We did it eventually. And uh, Big Marshy was brilliant. What a penalty save that fifth one was. And onwards and upwards, we're, we're back in the competitions again. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic for Andy Robertson and, and the entire Scotland team. But that's not what we've got you on to talk about, of course. We are here to talk about Harvey Elliott. I'm sure, as I say, that you'll have seen a fair bit of him. It is early days, but you must have been impressed by what Harvey Elliott's brought to Blackburn so far. Well, I've been well impressed. You know, a young lad uh, coming and playing in the Championship and, uh, you know, setting out his stall. Uh, he had his opportunity. And to me, you can see that he's actually training with Liverpool. Uh, he's plays the Liverpool way. Uh, he's playing on the right-hand side of a front three for Blackburn, which shoots him because it's, it's where he wants to play. And for me, he's actually mimicking Mo Salah. Uh, the way he plays, it's been fantastic. A breath of fresh air. You know, he's on that right side. He can take you down the right-hand side or he cuts in. And when he cuts in, he, he, he plays a simple pass. He can see the simple pass. Or he can also play risk passes, which I like about him because he likes playing that pass, cutting inside seen the, the strikers run and he's sliding it down the side of the centre half and, and giving people opportunities. And for me, Adam Armstrong, who does those runs on a regular basis, uh, it suits him having a player like Harvey in a wide area. And other things I must say about him as well, he's not scared to track back and do the ugly stuff and, and help out defensively. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's obviously very difficult for a 17-year-old to go straight into a senior team, but that appears from the outside, at least, to be what he's done. You, you sort of compare him to Mohamed Salah there. He's obviously slotted in you know, pretty easily, if that's the case. Yeah, he has. He's, he's come into the side, and, and it's a way Tony Mowbray's been changing his side around, and he's trying to find a specific style, players he's had on loan before and, and fitting them into the, the team. And, and Harvey's the, the new one of that. He, he's, he's got a man and very lucky to get him in. And you can see why he's been lucky because he's a quality young player. And it's quite hard to believe at times that he's only 17. But, you know, sometimes when I'm watching him really closely, I can see that he's a young player and I can see he's naive in certain areas and certain aspects. But the qualities that he has for a young player is, is, is phenomenal. And, you know, I think the kid's got a good future. How does he compare, say, to the rest of the, the players in the Championship? Is he showing so far that he can be among the, the better players in that division? Because I suppose that's what he's going to need to be long-term to, to play for Liverpool. Oh, I think so. I think no, I mean, I think he's still got a lot to learn. Uh, there's no doubt about it. You know, you can, you can, We can blow his trumpet, but he's got a lot to learn. He's got a lot to do. And people, you know, five or six games when you're into this league, people suss you out very, very quickly. They're clever players. And... I think Harvey's got to be careful of that because one or two teams have watched him, do understand what he's like, and occasions they just keep making him pass it sideways. And when you're a fan and you you see a player just keep passing sideways, they're not really being creative in the manner that you want them, and they kind of scratch their head, why is the kid playing? But you can see other things, and he shows other things, and we're only getting glimpses at the minute, and I'm sure the, the more he gets to know the players, and gets better understanding with them, it will get stronger and we'll see them relaxing a little bit more. And I'm, I guarantee it, we're going to see a lot more coming out of them as well. What would you say is the most impressive thing about him in the first, I think, six games that he's played for? Is his vision and awareness of players that run about him. 
you know, I think when you see the way that Jurgen Klopp's got Liverpool playing and that style and the tight triangles, the passing, the moving, he's got that in the wind. And so you can see that he's getting educated. You can see he's learning. He's watching other people. Um, and it's not just that. He's obviously watching peers. And I, I mentioned Mo Salah because it's, it's his position. He's a left footer on the right side, cutting in, getting shots at goal, cutting in, making little passes. So for me... He's a, stud, a, a student of the game and, and he's studying the game really well and he's actually taking it to the next level, really. I suppose the, the big question then, obviously he is 17, it's early days. Can he be this consistently good all season, do you think? Can he keep this up? Well, that's a challenge for the youngster. You know, you, you, there's, everybody says it's a consistency you have to get in this league and it's consistency you have to stay in the team and that's the thing. And at the minute, uh, you know, He's building up a reputation. He's getting there. He's lasting 90 minutes, no problem. So his physical fitness, uh, his lung capacity is fantastic. So on that side of it, as a young kid, he's flying. And it's just the saying, it's probably adding a little bit more to his game uh, and being consistent as he has been for Blackburn at the minute. Have you been at all surprised? I don't know how much you saw of him, you know, before he came to Blackburn, but have you been surprised at, at the level he's at? Because, you know, when you look at it of, of a kid of, of 17 years of age, not much, you know, senior experience, for him to, to come in and, and make that impression, it, to me, it, it sort of stands out a, a little bit. It does. You know, and nowadays, like my day, when, when you used to get sent out on loan, you were basically not going to be included within that club or that team. So it's totally different now because clubs own you, they loan you out for fees and it's how they make money. They're making money on players. And, and Harvey's beginning a trade, you know, and, and they're probably saying, because he's not the biggest lad in the world, very skillful. And, and playing in the championship is, is like playing in the old first division. You know, it's, you're not just playing football every week. You're, you've got to work hard. You've got to tackle. You've got to take kicks. You know, you've got to take elbows in the back of the head. Uh, it's, it's a different football from the Premier League. And, and that's what a lot of younger players from all the Premier League clubs uh, tend to be going. And this one suits them because the way Blackburn play and the style they play is very, very similar setup to the Liverpool setup with the 4-3-3 situation. So he slots right into the programme uh, for Blackburn. And of course, obviously, um, if he's going to perform, he's going to play. It's as simple as that. Because for me, for us to get him from Liverpool at Blackburn, uh, if he wasn't playing, I think Liverpool might have a, a little phone call and say, no, get Harvey back here because we might need him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Blackburn are aiming for promotion back to the Premier League this season, of course, under Tony Mowbray. If they were to, to come up, do you think they would have an eye on keeping Harvey Elliott again next season? It would be difficult because if, if they go up, people will be eyeing Harvey Elliott. That's <laughs> as simple as that, you know, and you get it with lone players that, that we get from opposition. We had uh, Tosin Adarabayo from Manchester City and he was absolutely brilliant for Blackburn uh, before lockdown and, and all of a sudden he has to go back to Manchester City and now he's playing in the Premier League, you know. So Blackburn is a stepping stone for, for players. It would be nice if you could get these guys and get them back on loan. And if they were in the Premier League, it would be an opportunity. But, you know, I think the Premier League is a, is a different level. Uh, if he was good enough at the moment, I think Liverpool wouldn't let him out on loan. So they're letting him uh, earn his stripes, shall we say. Uh, and he's earned at a very, very good club, a very homely club. And I think that's why he settled in very quickly. It's a great bunch of guys that they have. Uh, and as I said, it's a system that Liverpool play. OK, it's not as, they're not as technically good as Liverpool, but 
it's a system they play in, it's a system that Jurgen Klopp knows when Harvey Elliott's playing, he's playing a system that should he have to call him back for uncertain circumstances then, he knows he could use him. And I suppose the, the thing you would say is that Blackburn are at sort of the, the top end of the championship. If he was to come into the Premier League, it, it's a different situation then, isn't it? We've seen, you know, with Harry Wilson, he performed very, very well at, at the top end of the championship. And that's similar in some ways to, to the pressures around Liverpool of you have to win most weeks and that sort of thing. If Blackburn were to get promoted, they probably wouldn't be at that top end straight away. I suppose it's a, a different scenario for, for them to think about going forward. Yeah, I mean, obviously the, their ambition and, and Tony Mowbray's ambition is to get into the Premier League. That's it's, it's, it's a no-brainer, really. Uh, but it is difficult. The more teams that get relegated have money to, to keep players and, and it makes it harder. But, you know, if if you could get up and into the playoffs with Harvey Elliott in that side, you know, what a massive achievement that is. You know, there's other things as well. We've got Barry Douglas from Leeds United and Barry's had uh, umpteen promotions with different clubs. You know, and Leeds United are in the Premier League, but he's not getting a game in the Premier League. And I think at the moment that's the kind of situation that Harvey's in. So realistically, uh, you know, if if Blackburn were to go to the Premier League, they might not cash in on Harvey, It'd leave Harvey like and go back to Liverpool and, and continue his progression because he might, might be priced out the market for Blackburn. And Blackburn would have to go in another direction of getting other players that are strong enough to keep them in the, the Premier League. Yeah, so it's going to be one to, to keep an eye on. I think Harvey Elliott has got a big future at Liverpool. It'll be interesting to see how he gets on for the remainder of this season, certainly. Well, Kevin, thank you very much for, for joining us. Some really interesting insight there on what is a, a very interesting player as well. Oh, it's a pleasure because, it's, I mean, it's, I'm a lucky man. I get to watch all these guys develop and, and get better. So it's, uh, it's a pleasure having a chat about You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.